Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Welcome back, everyone, to Joycast. Uh, Sadly, Steena's not with us this week. Yeah, it's always sad when Steena's not here. But yeah, Steena was here last week, yeah. Yep, Steena was here last week. She just kind of jumps in and out here and there. Like, there's there's never a set schedule. Uh, ske there's never a set schedule for guests. And Steena's, like, not even a guest anymore. She's literally staff and will just show up when she fucking <laughs> feels like it. Yeah, I was a bit sad, though, because the last time we didn't get to talk about as much random shit as we usually do. Because it was definitely a more, um... It was more focused on the anime Crunchyroll Awards. Awards. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was topical, which we need to do. Because, I mean, that's part of the reason why Steen was there. Because it's her job to keep us focused and being topical. Agreed, agreed. <laughs> How's your week been, though, Ivan? Uh, my week's been fine. I, I've got, I've got no, nothing I want to speak about on a podcast. That's for sure. No, I've mostly <laughs> been doing good. I had, a, I had a weird day. I'm just tired. I had a weird day the other week. I've been run down all week because I went for a job interview. I cycled there because I wanted to get some exercise in. And I didn't, on the Google Maps, you know how it's like you got different modes of transport and it'll tell you like how long it'll generally take you to get to where you are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot to click on the cycling one. So what I thought was going to be a 17 minute bike ride turned to like at least a, a 30 or so minute bike ride to a job interview. And I'm going along a muddy ass uh, canal. I, I, first, uh, I, I was going to say 30 minute bike ride's not bad. It's, no, but it's not bad, but it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm going to a job interview. So I was like, oh shit, it's not 17 minutes. It's going to be 30 minutes. So yeah, that's all right because I, I've left myself with like 15 minutes to get 50 minutes to get there or something like that. Cause you know, get there early and all that. Um, but there's loads of twists and turns and it's kind of confusing on some of the directions it's sending me down because it's like, you know, little side routes and canals and all that. And um, I get to a point where it's like a muddy-ass canal route and I'm like, shit, I'd better take it slower or else I'm going to get, like, mud all up my trousers and everything and I'm not going to look smart casual anymore. And uh, But then I'm like, shit, if I don't pedal my ass off now, I'm going to be late. And I've been recommended for this job, so I'm like, which is worse, showing up with, like, slightly muddy trousers when I've been recommended or showing up on time, showing up on time with slightly muddy trousers. See, if trousers I was you, I would late. roll through the fucking mud just to prove That's my dedication. That is exactly what I landed on. So I'm like fucking pedaling <laughs> my ass off down this canal route. I'm like hailing down fishermen on the canal route, going, "Is this the way to this place?" And they're like, "Yeah, just go left or something." I'm like, "Thanks." I'm like, "It's like Yowamashu pedal or whatever the hell that fucking anime yeah, is called it. with the bike riders hell and yeah. everything." You doing and the I bob get... and weave like the weird? <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, I almost, I almost land in the fucking like canal at one point because a goddamn duck got in my way um but I, I make it on time the job interview goes okay it was for a lighting technician job at like a, a venue slash club and um that goes all right you know i apologize for having muddy trousers and all that but they're cool with it and then i get outside and it's absolutely pouring down ivan with rain I, I i try to see if i can get some lifts off people well, where there's mud there's rain but even my mom was like you know oh, don't go on a bike and if it's a job interview i'm like nah you know it's not that far away i can get the exercise and all that you know it's a win-win i can get there on time which i did but then i'm like shit it's raining She's like, I, I call everyone who could possibly give me the lift. And even she's like, well, you made your bed. You got to power through. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then I come across these two dodgy dudes under like a bridge 
just like drinking ciders instead of like they're like hey mate you want to chill with us while the rain's going and i'm like you know what yeah <laughs> cool like us yeah and they oh, go you agree with them Come i agree now. with them i, I don't I put give my, them the peer pressure I, I put my bike up to the wire and you know what yeah while you're late for a I, job interview no 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 this is after the job interview oh, after the job interview after the job know. interview which i, I got feel there like you right still be a good christian boy <laughs> i got there right on time and i'm just like fed up it's raining like a bitch this and is I'm just, just like, pino chio but with val <laughs> and i'm just like uh, no no what's that what's that uh manga you like with the little green haired girl it's like that oh yatsubato <laughs> it's it's a yatsubato story <laughs> Yatsubato right. isn't given to peer pressure. <laughs> no, I, I just sat independent woman. I just sat down and I was like, you know what? Yeah, dude. And they're like surprised. They're like, oh, what the fuck? Okay. And they're like, pull out a tinny for me of cider. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not drinking. And they're like, wait, do you smoke? And I'm like, depends on what? Like, weed? You're Go a voice on. actor. <laughs> and they're like, you Go don't on. smoke? <laughs> I do every now and then. Bow. <laughs> Come on what? now. Respect when, your instrument. When it's good for when, when I want to. Anyway, they, I, I'm sat under this bridge just smoking a joint with these two guys, like, you know, just chilling. And it turns out they're, they're welders, actually, and they even need, like, um, laborers at their job. Um, and I'm just like, oh, dude, I've got my CITB and everything. And they're like, oh, fuck yeah, then. I get, like, these numbers and everything. So oh, if this so you job got doesn't two job interviews. I got two job interviews, <laughs> Two for the price of one. Yeah, Thanks so it's just... Mike. Thanks, it was, Google Maps. Yeah, so it was just, like, a convenient... It was just, like, a funny coincidental day. And then I'm, like, riding my ass off home, uh, stopping every now and then just talking to friends about, like, the funny interaction that I just had when I'm on my way. And I stop for, like, some bad chips, which is, like, a, a West Midland thing. Because I'm freezing my ass off. I'm like, literally, I'm trying to text out a message. And my it's so cold, I can't, like, move my thumbs. You know when your thumbs are just so rigid because it's so cold? Yes, because it's cold, yeah. Yeah, can. yeah, yeah. It just absolutely sucked. I get these chips, and they're really freaking good. I enjoy them. And I get home eventually. My, I got a flat tire two Which miles out from tweet. my home. I saw that tweet. Yeah, yeah, I got a flat tire two miles out from my home and everything. But I'm just like, whatever. I'm just going to, like, drag my bike along or push it. Which kind of sucked, but like I said, whatever. And then the next day, the next day, this is the interesting part. Well, no, I've already gone past the interesting part, but this is like the additional bullshit and like the mixed yeah, feeling of that day. Because in my mind, I was like, initially, oh, I had a little adventure. That was pretty cool. I met two cool dudes. Um, you know, I got, I got, I went to a job interview. I got there on time, but I got muddy and I'm cold and I'm tired as hell. I'm all run down and I'm kind of like, you know, just uh stiff this week because you know being out in the cold for like three hours basically and um i look at my banking app and i got charged 27 pound for this fucking single bag of chips and i had to sort out that the other day and get like 25 pound back off them it was just such a weird day that was my tuesday to my thursday basically it was just a really it's just been a weird week i suppose so I just wanted to talk about that, but I'm looking forward to talking about some goddamn manga because we have some stuff to talk about, quite there frankly. Is, there, there is some good manga to talk about this week. There is. Uh, there really is. So we got we got three this week. We got JoJo Lands, One Piece, and Chainsaw Man. You pick, bud. We want to go first. I want to I want to talk about JoJo Lands first because I, I cool. think it's quite interesting. JoJo Lands has already been fairly interesting to me. For one thing, I think 
the the art is kind of hit or miss in some cases. Yes, Did you I agree. you notice that immediately? Like, I agree that the art has been a bit rough. Like, the, but I also find it like almost like a fucking meme. Like the first thing that occurs to me is when Jodio. So basically, to set up the scene, uh, the chapter starts out with this like gorgeous woman riding along her bike uh, through like Hawaii, and uh, she approaches Jodio. Obviously, it's like a pickup kind of thing. And uh, Jodeo's initially like, uh, yeah, just put the money in the uh, can if you want it. But she's like, oh, but what if, it, is it worth the money? It's like, just put the money in the can. The ball's in your court, bitch. Uh, and I already, I kind of like how weird, how paranoid and just weird Jodeo is. He's very standoffish. No, it's very funny because they start talking about systems. Because the more they start having this conversation, the more he starts getting suspicious of her. And then he starts calling her a cop. Yeah, yeah. And he's tells- like, and he's like, you're a cop, fuck off. And she's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You gotta say the- that, you gotta say that, 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 that law and justice is a system. And if I was a cop, I would have to answer you honestly that I'm a cop. Because if I lie, if a cop lies, then that undoes the system of justice. I, I was sat there immediately and I was like, every I'm pretty sure everyone knows that law is bullshit. <laughs> or that 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 Yes, yes, it's that, absolutely bullshit. That, that rumor but, is bullshit where it's like, but, are you but a she cop? Said, you but have she to said, system, system. <laughs> and he's and like, he's like, yes, oh. system. He's like, oh, system. Because he's a 15-year-old boy and he like kind of believes her. He's about he's about systems. <laughs> and then and then he's like, alright, fine. And then, so they go with the they go with the pickup, and immediately she pulls out her fucking gun and goes, I'm a fucking gun. Get the fuck on the ground! On your knees, fucking bitch. <laughs> no, but do you love it? Do you kind of love it when he's like, mm, "The more I look at you, the more you're, the more you're kind of sus. That you look more policey by the minute." And then it cuts to yeah. that awful shot of her with like the short neck and like the weird-looking face, and it just looks and awful. The big head. <laughs> and it's like, what the heck? It's like it's like almost intentional weirdly. Yeah. So um, then he, it, this is just so this just ha- this whole fucking like one shot happened just randomly. It's just another excuse to him to keep dunking on cops, which I'm like, you know what? Pretty much. I ain't complaining. Yeah, I know so you. It, this is this is our first American Joe, our JoJo, and it spent. Well, it's we not spent your first. Two chapters just Steel Ball Run. Steel Ball Run is your first American Joe. This is oh, the you're first. Right. I'm sorry, this you're, is you're the correct. first modern American yeah, JoJo. Modern America. Really? Oh, really? Hawaii. It's Hawaii, and I, I don't. It, Hawaii is part of America, right? Yes, it's, it's a weird a, it's thing. A it's is a it one of those things. Is it one of those things where they don't like that they're part of America or something? Yes. <laughs> even even so. though like it's mostly populated by white people and people who never lived there anyways. But ah uh, yes. yeah, and and um. Anyway. But yes, it was it was land that we stole from an indigenous population. Yes. Yeah, yeah fair enough. That we anyway, blatantly um, did. You, there's no going around it. Oh yeah, the pickup happens and fucking I don't know his name yet. The only ones I remember are um uh Dragona Joestar or Drago is it Dra- is it Joestar? Is it Jodeo Joestar? They're Joestars. They are Joestars. Okay, They're yeah, descendants yeah, yeah. of Joestars. They're but then the, then Joestar. their mom their mom is like something and anyway, the the guy the mom with is someone special. Yeah, I think it's smooth criminal that the guy on the fucking e-scooter has. I fucking hate e-scooters. Me he too. Like sh- yeah, he he like shows up and it's like under the leaf. <laughs> and she just picks up like this random leaf off the floor and finds her drugs. And then the cops from uh, chapter one make a return yes. and Dude, like- Dude, more, Iraqi- more sex pesting. I'm over it. Yeah, where it's like, oh, I want to rip my cock off. Like literally, he literally like, literally says, yeah, shit. I want I'm to rub like, my oh cock my God, I face. don't care. It's the like, stakes Jesus have already been established. Christ. I'm just wondering like, 
the guy with sunglasses never says jack shit. He's pro. I I feel like he's probably just there being like, why am I partnered with this? I fucking swear to freak? God, if we open chapter three and it's just more of these same cops getting the shit kicked out of them, like, is that just what Jojo Lance is? <laughs> like, okay, here's here's the thing that I find interesting. So Jodio has used uses his powers on the cop. They're all like, you know, oh, I was using the headlight in my bicycle, my weird headlight that you referred to a minute ago in my bicycle to record our conversations both in audio and visual yeah. you, and, you uh, said it was a camera and mic and ha ha you're wrong it's a camera and mic you dumb bitch yeah and guess what they were they were in the fucking ice cream van fuck you you were right the entire time Joe Dio you're you're uh it's you're, you were right you were correct this entire time you, you literally dumbass. you literally rolled a nat 20 on perception Joe Dio and you st- and then you failed and you still <laughs> failed <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> so he uses November rain to uh destroy the evidence uh in a kind of cool scene, I really like November Rain, the shot of it towering over the policeman. It's and a cool shot. It really is. And I it's feel very like unsettling. It is. It's a cool stand in that regard because it's something different than any than a fucking punch goes, which Since uh, we, Steel Ball Run stands have gotten very fucking interesting. They have. Part eight had some of the best stands, in my opinion, in terms of like interest. Same with part seven. Cause um they they, they lacked the punch ghost aspect a lot of the time. They weren't going in for like, you know, just punches, although I like I do like punch ghost ghosts in JoJo, especially for things like uh All-Star Battle and everything. Well, I, I, well punch ghost is what I think of jojo like mm-hmm. that that's that's what i think like these are the things that are very unlike jojo to me but since steel bond run honestly they have become more like creatures they've been, yeah. they've been going for more of the creature set it's super cool so jodeo destroys the evidence and this is the thing that i find interesting jodeo says people that can't see them never look at them uh which you know kind of a silly lie because like well of course they can't see them and, and this is the bit that interests me is jojo lands going to have more conflict with the police and are we going to have more police with stands i feel like that's an inevitability like at because some point I, one is gonna p- drop in with one yeah and, and obviously because you know me I'm, I'm not really a cop hater and i'm fine with ivan hey <laughs> actually mm, no i hate english policemen actually to be honest, but it's it's a whole thing over here. I can't complain. I, I can't complain about what I don't know about. Yeah, but it's, I know, it's but a, I know my cops well, and I will well, bitch. Constantly. Okay, the, the the thing with England, I don't talk about much. England has a lot. Like uh, I I like America mostly because you have freedom of speech laws. We don't have freedom of speech laws really. In England. You can get arrested for just saying shit online, which you know in some cases oh, I understand. Bullshit. I understand when some people like go way too fucking far with these things, but sometimes it's just like uh, you can't. That's just kind of fucking wrong to arrest people for certain things um i think i think recently there was a woman who was like arrested for just praying or something like silently there's it's a it's a whole fucking thing i'm not gonna get into it because it pisses me off anyway so i'm more interested in like you know police characters coming in with their own stands and having conflicts with Joe Dio because I think that, I feel, that'd be kind of cool. I feel that's inevitable like there's gonna be an escalation the fact that we keep bringing these guys back it feels like that just like it's inviting escalation. I almost want a Zenigata type character, to be honest, that like yeah. thwarts I mean, who, Joe Dio who, relatively uh, often. And Zenigata Joe Dio, would improve any story. Yeah, and and Joe Dio probably can't kill this character 
Because, like, well, then it's like, well, you're a cop ki killer, Jodio. Your life is fucking a over. A cop that follows you everywhere? Yes, please. <laughs> um, so that whole thing basically was an introduction chapter. Honestly, I feel like Araki did it because he wasn't that happy with the introduction to Jodio as a character or Jodio's stand. Yeah, I feel like he wanted to do it again. Because this whole first bit was honestly unnecessary. To be completely honest, yeah, no, but it, it, completely, it was still cool. It completely cool. threw me the fuck off. Like I'm yeah. just like, wow, I thought we were going to heist, and now we're just doing another one shot. They do get yeah. to heist. And then chapter, like you know, uh, uh, volume or not volume name, uh, part name drops. Part nine, the JoJo lands, and uh, we finally get to the heist bit where a uh, yeah. hot dog boy, as he is known, he has a name. He mentions it. They mention his name. In this chapter, he he has a stand. Yes, yes, he does. Kind of a, a stand that I'm kind of like. I don't know how I feel about it. I kind of feel like it's dumb, the reasoning. It's incredibly it. stupid. He's like, we're going to make a camera, but we're gonna re it records twice in mirrored and our faces are slightly altered. So it can't be used in core, even though it still very much looks like us. Like yeah. Just vaguely. I'm and just like, uh, like, why can't we just have a completely fake camera? Here's why my thing as well. Vaguely. Why? I understand that they're like, oh, our employer why trusts him. Why can't we just him. block the camera? Dragona mentions that my, can I just say, by the way, part of the reason that like, I, I, I feel like Dragona's name is like, uh, memorable is because literally they are a man who wears like women's clothes and everything. Drag own. I feel like he made it into a pun, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 it's I, I just wanted to say that. It's perfectly fine because we know we know Araki's cool with that shit, so he can make yeah. that joke all he fucking wants. Yeah, he's been doing it. He's he's been doing it for the fucking longest time. He's been doing it longer than anybody. <laughs> exactly. That's perfectly fine. So if your drag character's named Dragona, like fucking, I think that's fucking hilarious. Sure thing. But um, it, it's kind of dumb, and also I am kind of like. Why do these characters... I understand that they say our employer trusts them, so we should as well, because we're on a job right now. And, um... But I'm also just, like... I wouldn't fucking trust a guy who just says, like, oh, yeah, this is what my stand does. And, yeah, we gotta uh, remember, he's... Go back to chapter one. Joe Dio's all about his system. And, like, hey, you follow... He's a gopher. He follows these very specific set of rules, and mm -hmm. things just work out for him. Precisely. He, he, he's, uh... So maybe this is the challenge to the system. He, he's got a process. And, um, honestly, I really think... Maybe not, but I really think a lot of these characters are gonna die. It'd be funny, like if it's like a heist to go. Like, like we we need an inciting incident. We we keep doing these one shots with the cops, and they're not really inciting incidents more than just opportunities for Joe Dio to be fucking silly and dunk. He's on just cops. dunking, basically. Yeah, and, it, 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 we're just he's having a lot of save the cat moments. Is what he's doing. He, I, I and his save the cat is dunking on cops. Pretty for much. For us to endear, endear ourselves to him. Uh, but it's like... I, I, I just think that this will be more interesting if a lot of these characters die right off the bat and it's more about yeah, Joe Dio, we, like, we, we need, like to We need something deal. to pop off. Something yeah. needs to go incredibly wrong to set this guy on the path of a uh, of, of, it, of his on, of his main story. Exactly, because honestly, like in part seven and part, uh, you know, the last two, ch the last two uh, parts that we had, um, Johnny's inciting incident that sets him off on this journey has already happened. His brother's died. He's been crippled because he fucked with the wrong guy on the wrong day. Yeah. Um, and for Josuke, we obviously learn about the inciting incident that brings Josuke into the world eventually. But it always starts off with things that, like, it's like uh, the inciting incident has already happened for our main characters. Well, like, for Josuke, his grandpa got murdered. Like, that, that's what happened. No, 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 no. Part 8 Josuke. 
Oh, part A, Joe Scale. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the last well, that, two well, parts. That, I mean, that one was easy. He wakes up and has no memory. Like, it's exactly. Instant. Fish out of water. Like, it, it, it's a it's a cure-all, man. Why do I have four testicles? It, it, it's Honestly, I still think yeah. that... Um, I, I think that Jojolian had, like, one of the strongest starts to a Jojo. It was a very fascinating story. We've already brought this up. Like, it's a yeah. very fascinating story. Just could, you know... It, it really is. And I, I, I think I mentioned this last time we talked about Jojo Lands. I compartmentalized like a lot of chapters into a single chapter thinking that it was just an extra long chapter and we got like so much from it but there was a lot more build-up there was like three chapters of build-up till it got super interesting in my opinion and i also stand by that josuke's initial power is probably the coolest power and stand that Araki has ever come up with. So, uh, the characters in Jojo Lands are scoping out the area that they're looking at. It's like a big manor, and they're just, like, chilling. Yeah. They infiltrate it using the camera power, or not the camera power, the multiple... I'm not sure how to describe it. Basically, Hot Dog Boy uh, tells someone, tell me you want something. It only works if someone else says it, because it doesn't do... If they do... desire it. Like, yeah, he it... can't desire it, but... It... It's like yeah. a witch doctor kind of thing, you know, like Dr. Facilier yes. and uh, Princess and the Frog, where he's like, yes. oh, I can't do anything for myself. Other people need to want things. And that's yeah. like the thing about his power. And you know what? Quite frankly, that's a good thing because Hot Dog Boy is a drug addict. Well, it, it's an Okuyasu situation. Like, being able to get what you desire, that's super OP. There's mm -hmm. got to be a catch. Yeah. And it's that someone else needs to want it. And... They infiltrate, and Jodio is on lookout while the others are um, searching for this diamond that they're trying to find. And it turns out the person, the Japanese man who is at the the uh, pool, essentially, he emerges from the pool looking glorious. It's fucking Rohan Kishibe. Yeah, big fucking surprise. We knew it was going to be someone important. And go figure, it's the most popular character. Yeah, it, it, it's Araki's favorite character. And, and this leads you to wonder, is... Is he going to be the first antagonist? And is he going to wipe the floor with these people? Because Rohan is such a fucking wild card. He could either wipe the floor with these people, potentially even kill them, if he's so pleased, or do something real, or, or he could join them. But my thought is that he is going to do something to Jodeo with heaven's door and he might actually like change jodeo's personality or just the the, the like how his stand works or anything like something like something this is going to be the inciting incident something's gonna push this forward i honestly i feel like we've got a bit of a legacy sequel to part four even though technically part eight was that i mean it's a weird one because we don't know um people are saying like are we in the same universe as JoJo? Yeah, what and universe th are we in right now? Is, this tells me this feels like the original. Yeah, th there is nothing to say that, like, this is JoJolian world or, or Steel Ball Run world or anything like that. I mean, we might get hints later on. This is this is the stuff that always interests me about JoJo when Araki, like, makes something new. And then, like, halfway through, because you know my opinion on JoJolian, I feel like JoJolian had a really great start and it was really good up to like a middle point where I think Urban Gorilla or something showed up. Um, and then I honestly dropped it. I, I still need to properly read through Jojolian, but I found it just so freaking hard to get through. I really think Araki dropped the ball on Jojolian, and I'm worried that he's going to drop the ball on Jojo Landers. But once again, Araki knows how to fucking pull me in. He knows how to pull the Jojo Yo, community in. He always in. has a strong start, man. 
He does. Like the, only, the only JoJo that's ever consistently held my attention was part four. Mm, yeah, you love, you but absolutely I, I, love I, part dude, four. Honestly, I could say it about every, every JoJo, I could say the same. They all start very strong. Hmm. And then they all kind of futter out. Like, I think only part one and two are the only other ones that, like, maintain my interest. See, I I just want to say this just because it's yeah, a thing you mentioned. Part six pretty consistent. Uh, yeah, no, part six, I, I feel like part six in many cases is the weakest for things like Dragon's Dream, um, that freaking green guy in the boat and everything. I can't remember his name right now. Um... Maybe it'll come to me later. There's a lot of bits in part six that I just feel aren't very good, but um, it's it's not bad. Like I have a freaking poster of Jo Lim because at one point she was one of my favorite JoJo's I, I, I just before feel like, like honestly, the anime came out. You don't have to say it's the weakest when Chapter Eight's just sitting right there. We just discussed how oh, we yeah, can't true. finish it. I couldn't even finish. Yeah, it's you're very, right. It's a very easy argument here. It's part eight's the problem. We don't have to drag anyone else down. True. I mean, I, I, I will, I will update that list when I actually sit down and like read the rest of part eight that I haven't seen because I know how it ends and everything. I'll, I'll, I'll get back to it at some point. But otherwise, I think this chapter. It was a really strong start, to be honest, uh, to like the whole thing. Like we, we've waited a month for it. Uh, yeah, it, it's this... gonna be a monthly one, and right now I'm I'm good with it. Yeah, but besides like the start, which like I said, it, it was cool. It was a nicer introduction to Joe Dio, to be honest. Um, but it was kind of like unnecessary. Uh, good chapter, good chapter. I am excited to see what Rohan does. I am really hoping that he uses Heaven's Door to do something with Jodio, or like I said, because Rohan's such a weirdo, he might just be like, for the sake of my manga, I am going to join you on your criminal escapades. I know, right? Like, who knows? Yeah, it's it's really like happen. Like it's interesting. Like we we know so much about Rohan as a character and um I'm kind of interested if this will time have you watched or read any of the um The Spoke Kishibi Rohan? I have not. Rohan Kishibe. Um one of the one of the last ones that they did it was called the run and it's one where this guy is like obsessively working out uh to just an extreme degree he like puts in um rock climbing bits like the nodules or something what are they called like the bits that you climb on in rock climbing they're just boulders they're just footholds and stuff like that yeah there's holds holds yeah he he like inserts holds into like his apartment his girlfriend's apartment and everything and he's climbing up them and he's got them like trailing outside and it's all about this guy and then one day this guy is just like running on the treadmill doing his like crazy uh gym rounds and uh rohan shows up and like trounces him i think at his uh at the treadmill and the guy's like who who the fuck was that guy why is he better than me and rohan comes back and he's like yeah i'm gonna beat you again at, at the uh treadmill and rohan's just like trying to style on him and stuff and it, it basically all results in this dude trying to murder rohan by like playing a game where they both have a remote and oh no there's a single remote in between their treadmills and the treadmills are going up in speed slowly and uh the first one to grab the treadmill remote basically announces defeat and this guy because he has such hatred for rohan like throws a dumbbell behind him smashing the the glass window behind them and it's like if you don't stop it soon 
the velocity of it will send you flying out of the window if you don't do it. So I'm kind of hoping this has something to do with that, where Rohan's like, oh, I'm hanging out in Hawaii. Basically, this guy ends up getting flung out the window. Rohan manages to beat him, but Rohan's like, I'm pretty sure he survived that, so I'm gonna get the fuck out of here, and I'm pretty sure that was the last one, so I'd really love if it turned out he is hiding out in Hawaii so that guy won't kill him. Yeah, you you never know, man. Yeah, that's that's just it. But it's, um, it's, it's, just, it's just an exciting prospect that they keep showing. Like I'm like, oh, I thought I'd be done after two chapters. Like I I, I started this one thinking, really? All right, how does this one fuck it up? I'm like, oh no, it didn't. We're yeah, still I, good. I, I you 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 uh you, you're just kind of done with JoJo, really, aren't you? I'm just not into it like I used to be. Like it's just the natural cycle of things. Like it, it, I, I've read so many of them, and I'm like, all right. It is, is the this, same this, thing this, with this, me. This has been going on since the 80s, man. Yeah, it is the same thing with me. I've talked about it before. I used to be like a massive jo JoJo head. Ivan knew me when I was a big old JoJo well, head. We used to do JoJo Fridays, man. Exactly. And um, I don't know. It, it's definitely become less of a thing to me. Like, obviously, I still know so much. It's still relevant to, like, a lot of my interests and likes. But otherwise, yeah, JoJo just is not a priority a for me as much out. anymore. Yeah. But, it's, but nice uh, when it's nice when it's doing good, though. Exactly. Um, Chainsaw Man was kind of interesting. I, I Chains feel a little mixed on it. You're a little mixed? I think chapter 123 might be one of the best in the franchise. The best? One of the best. One of the... Okay. Okay, I go on. You, you, uh, you uh, open up the floor. The are here... I, I'm sorry, but every time there's a primordial devil, Fujimoto pops the fuck off. This design is so fucking cool. It's it turns hilarious. out it turns out none of us were right actually about the devil. Yeah, no, no one was correct. Go figure. That falling is a primordial fear. We overthought it. Like we're all looking for like the most like strong thing. General like, concepts. But yeah, is it, it? It's falling. It's it's the sensation of falling. It's everything. Anything on both a literal and metaphoric sense, it has to do with falling, and it's so fucking terrifying mm. and they put on the fucking chef so fujimoto we talked about it, he's a total cinephile and one of his favorite movies from last year and one of my favorite movies as well was the menu oh uh, yeah starring Raff, raffi fines and um whoever's playing princess peach in the mario movie i'm sorry i should put more respect on her name <laughs> and anya taylor joy <laughs> it's a very good movie i highly recommend it mm -hmm. um and so you can tell he's playing with his shit. He's 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 getting his yes chef on. Um, that shot. I mean, so we get the, we get like a little bit of a one shot with um Asa's time in an orphanage, and this thing that has to do with a cat where um she's hanging out with a cat. She's not interacting with other children, and the the caretaker's like, hey, wouldn't your cat be ha wouldn't you be happier if you were hanging out with the other children and the cat was hanging out with other cats? Like, come on. And so she's like, fine, like, give the cat a good home. Yeah, you know, I was genuinely expecting her to argue with them and, like, kick up a foot. And then she's just like, his no, name's like, Cranborn. Make that, him that, happy. That, and it's yeah, like, it makes oh. perfect sense. And then that, later that night, the kids at the orphanage go, hey, that cat I used to hang around with, have you seen it lately? And she's like, no, I sent her away to a other home with other cats. It goes, we saw a dead cat in the river. And then you see the caretaker waiting in the shadows outside their bedroom going it's not fair that you get a cat the cat and fucking die and then she's just like homer simpson's back into the shadows and it's just like it's it's such a fujimoto thing it like, is it's so it's so outrageous 
and it works. It's sad and it's crazy. It's it's both ridiculous and dramatic and sad. Like it, it's mm. so good. It's so entertaining because above it all, it's entertaining. And then you see Asa falling and she grabs onto a bar, and then you she we go out and we see one of the best. I mean, the year has only just begun, okay? We're three months into mm. 2023. We're seeing one of the best panels of the fucking year. Where Asa's hanging upside down. You see the abyss of the Black Knight below her. We see people on the street who are not upside down, who are upside down from our perspective, looking at her like, what the fuck? Mm. It's, it's, it's so disorientating and so fucking sick. Because you rarely see the sky in this series. I mentioned this when we were talking about chapter one, where they're just like in a fucking cavern of fucking skyscrapers and buildings and alleyways. So when you do see the sky, it is fucking terrifying. And it's almost like everyone is seeing the sky for the first time. And then all of a sudden, people start falling into the sky. Mm -hmm. It's so and doors are fucking opening. terrifying. And they're flying into doors, weirdly. Which, which seems to be indicative of hell. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because the door the last time we saw the doors was in hell. Hmm. I swear to God, every time the primordial fears show up, pop just pops the fuck off. This is the this has been the most ridiculous, outrageous, terrifying, entertaining chapter of the series. Love it. Interesting. It's perfect. Thank you, Chef. Okay. Here's my thoughts on it. So for one thing, I don't think it is, but it fell super short. I wanted more progression. I wanted a little more going on this chapter because Chainsaw what, what, Man has been very Chainsaw Man's been super slow lately. It has been. Uh, it's been it's been slow for like yeah. two or three chapters, but like Admittedly, no, we were enjoying what was going on before. I, I, I did not watch the menu. So maybe you don't I need, I'm not, you, you, you don't need to watch the menu. I know what it is. I, just, I know I know it is. A, that was just a little bit funny little fun trivia I wanted to bring up. But oddly I wasn't that fond, and maybe this is just me being nitpicky, maybe, but I wasn't that fond of the fact that the devil seems to have this weird, like, personality and gimmick to, like, you know, who they are, I guess, that oh, they're I talking about hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that. Yeah, but I kind of like the fact we that the devils are very, mm, vanilla at the start, and I would kind of prefer that if this oh, were the case, if, we, we, if we this were the case, this. if this were the no, 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 let me let me get my point across. If this were the case, I would prefer if this devil is going to be like a regular character or whatever for whatever reason. I would really prefer it if they built up these characters into having personalities, like this, for example. If this devil came into the world and everything, and it's just like this weird malformed thing, and then he gets a human form and returned later on, and it's like, oh, I'm just super into fucking cooking and shit. That's what I've been doing in my free time or something since I've been in the human world. I want more of that, because like how War's getting more of a personality and stuff through interactions in the human world, I want them to get it. I felt like I guess I'm almost like, what the fuck? Why does Asa have just the worst fucking life? I want it to like, I, I don't have Shoot a problem. character. The same yeah, reason yeah, yeah. why we enjoy Kobeni. We've discussed but I, this. But, but we've discussed this. I don't enjoy Kobeni that much. And, that, and that's fair. Like, you don't have to enjoy two toy characters. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, but I, Asa I'm has a lot like, more going on than being a chew toy. She's an true. incel as well. It's hilarious. She, yeah, I, I, I like incel-like stuff. She's a I, fucking trash gremlin. It's so much more interesting. 
It is, but I'm also or, like, well, well, what do you I find am more interesting? Deku all... getting his way all the time, or this? The only thing I can think, because so far I'm like, I don't understand, based on these events in her life, how she could become the person she is, unless it's because of the fact that a lot of the things that have happened in her life aren't her fault. Really? I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I don't they're, see... They're not directly her fault but it has been insinuated that there's a bit of a cowardice that that complies with that a bit a bit of a clumsy it seems to be attributed to her clumsiness and cowardness and maybe mm -hmm. a lack of selfishness like she she she's she like a non-participant in life yeah and, like and, that, that yeah, makes like there, sense there, there are issues and and that's what's been like it's not a literal cause of why she's lost so much of her life but it's definitely insinuated in the narrative and 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 that's what's become. It's the fact that Asa's actually becoming a fucking person throughout the story. She's starting to engage with life. She's having arguments with people. She's going to school. She's trying to date Denji. Like mm. she's she's grown a lot since we were introduced. She to has, but I guess it's a case of, I don't know. Would it be that she? I should have said something like, "Well, it's not my cat. It's the family. It's our cat." Like, cause like, like, I'm just sort of like, why does she have to have so much shit? I, I'm, I'm waiting for all the shit that she has been through because Denji had a bad time. We obviously have the stuff where it's like, you know, at the very beginning of the story. Yeah, Denji had the same it reveals shit. As it, it was goes, just more condensed. And then it reveals, oh, Denji, you're actually fucked up. You killed your dad. You're the reason that you are all alone because you fucking hated him. So technically you like put yourself in this situation by murdering your father. And it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. But for Asa, I'm just kind of like, all of this stuff happens to her for no real reason yet that, like, contributes to the story. Does that make sense? Well, I think it contributes to the fact that the story's a dark comedy. Oh, no, yeah, I get that. But it's like, I, I want it to actually, I, 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 like, contribute. I get it. You want, you want a little bit more meaning. You want everything to be connected at the end. I don't want because, everything I mean, to be you, connected. Because you, you, know, you, you mentioned that... Denji killed his father, but you forgot the detail that it's practically like was pre. There was a bit of predestination going on. Like it was almost. Mm. It's insinuated that this was all pre-orchestrated by Ma Makama. Was it? And that ties everything together. Was it pre-orchestrated? I don't think. Yeah, it was go back and watch. Go, go back. Go back and read it where she she shows him interacting with him as a child. I thought that was just like a vision thing. It's it's that, but it's, well, there's like, an, you know, like, it's, it's it's vision and implication. I, I I I not vision. I thought that was more like how do I put it? I thought that was more like her interacting in his mind, with his infantilizing yeah, yeah. him. Yes, but no, it was that and more. Like it's it, it it's an it's an implication through that that she's been controlling him his entire fucking life. And the story of Chainsaw Man is Denji breaking from this fucking cycle. I will have to read that. I, I I don't not believe you, but I, I'm skeptical for sure. I'll definitely take a look at that again for sure, for sure. It's not but, um, literal. It's 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 implied. Yeah, I so I don't I don't hate this chapter, but there are just some things that I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm not like digging it entirely. Well, I do like agree. I, said, we talked about I do how agree this with was you like though. And, and I do agree with you though that the shot of her upside down is very cool. Also, it's it looks like there's awesome. like a door above her as well, so it's like she was. That's a ruler. A, oh, is it? okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's her ruler sword. Yeah, her ruler sword falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Mm -hmm. Maybe a weird ass Thor. Also, I do think that the bit where it's like uh, all of the arms and ligaments like twisting the woman's head off and then just like holding it in place is pretty cool. It's uh, a sick design. It's a sick it's, design. It's weird. It's got like, it's got like weird mantis 
claws or like weird. I can't tell well, what I mean, it is. It's like tentacly. Go back to the go back to the uh, the darkness devil. They all have a very specific body plan. Yeah. Like they're 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 just like a concentration of limbs contorted around. I feel like that's because added. I want to say that might be because like no single human can really like hold in that. Maybe that might be why. I don't like know it, why. I, it like might just it, be a Horikoshi thing too, is, where he just likes to draw limbs. Their, you know? their, pres their presence or them possessing people, unlike other demons, is destructive to the human body. So they amass multiple people to hold themselves in the human world, maybe. I think it's just meant to be creepy. Again, sometimes, again, there isn't a meaning to things. Especially right. for a guy like Fujimoto, who definitely just does what he thinks looks coolest. And he's That's succeeding true. at that right now. So I don't hate it. I'm just kind of like, eh, I, I, I could have used something else in this for chapter, For me, it was the fact that a couple of weeks ago, we resigned ourselves to understanding that this was going to be a weaker sequel. That it was going to be a repetition. True. Uh, uh, kind of a, a gotcha of, like, eh, we're doing the same thing, but differently again. Mm. Whereas... Clearly, this is the Darkness Devil again, but it's not literally the Darkness Devil again like it was the Eternity Devil again or the Bat Devil again. This True. time, we've gotten something fucking new, and it looks really fucking cool, and it's got a funny-ass gimmick. I think it's vaguely Darkness Devil-esque. Um, I think, I think the other thing I'm not really digging about Chainsaw Man lately is that we seem to always jump between only, like, two scenes maybe but then again one piece is doing a thing lately where it's jumping between a lot more different okay, yeah, like so do you want to do you just so want to get to like, one piece now because you've hit my like biggest issue with one piece right no, now. no yeah see that's exactly it's like i i'm stuck between like one piece is moving between too many scenes maybe and i feel like chainsaw man isn't moving between it's not even enough. too many scenes it's like 20 fucking scenes yeah yeah let, one, let, piece, let's... one piece is jumping to different scenes several different scenes on a single page right now mm, it's one really piece chapter weird. 1078 and one piece is getting fucking messy right now you guys this is it this kind is of is shall i set out the uh the set the scene no yeah set it man okay so Island of the Future, Egghead Laboratory is fucking, it, it, it is messed the hell up between all the fights that are going on, the destruction between S-Hawk, S-Bear, S-Snake, Frankie, Luffy, Kaku, uh, Luchi, just everything, everything is going to hell in a handbasket, all of the citizens of Egghead, which is so weird, like, I, like, so everyone who is there is, like, a worker, I assume, who, like, you know, contributes to Egghead, I guess. Sentomaru basically lets everyone know, look, the military are coming, Kizaru's coming, they're gonna blow this place to hell in a handbasket, it's, uh, it's gonna be Ohara part two. Get the fuck out of here right now. They are not going to let anyone live. Frankie, Usopp, and Lilith, as well as York, are petrified right now, and there is implication that Pythagoras has been murdered. Um, yeah, he which, got stepped on. He got he got big fucking steppied. That's what Boa, happened. Boa, Boa stepped on him. The fate that most One Piece fans would like to have. <laughs> so true. Um, and I honestly, I want some. I want some of these uh, uh, Vegapunks to die. I want most oh, of I these Vegapunks to die. I think they're all dying. And, and that's the one thing that you forgot. Like at the beginning of this chapter. They, t they discussed that this chapter is actually... Basically, everything we've been seeing right now has actually been in media res. Mm. Like, 
there's there there is an egghead incident and it's about yes. to happen. There's there there is now dramatic tension being applied. Oh, that's right. If there, yeah. wasn't, enough, if there wasn't enough drama already, because it like, goes this like was the egghead incident. Isn't Which it they like did before they did that? They did that from Marin Ford, where they discussed how this was actually in the past. Yeah, that that's such a weird one, actually. If they do, it's not something that One Piece is ever shied from doing. It's just it's always so jarring. Mm -hmm. It's like, like we already know shit's going down, but now that now that Oda's like, yo, 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 some shit is gonna go down. It's like, yo, I Oda, I've been here for like over a thousand chapters. I believe you, bro. <laughs> it's Calm it's a down. weird one because like we've never seen a, a thing like this where Luffy and the crew are involved, where we are actually looking into the past tense of things. It's pretty strange, actually. I mean, Luffy was at Marinford, so like, no, they've done this before. Ah, that's true. That's true. So, um. Pythagoras gets fucking stepped on by S Snake. Uh, yeah, child all, all these eggheads are dying. I think it's yeah. funny because they're not really alive. Yeah, it's it's like Oda being like, "Oh, see, I kill people, but you're not killing people, Oda. You're yeah, destroying again, it's robots." Cops and robbers, and only your toys break. I actually love this bit, by the way, with Sanji, where S Shark punches him in the face, presumably with like a shark or brick break fist or something, and Sanji just tanks it, and he's there grinning at him, going, "Yeah, do you understand Sanji what the power of love it. means?" I'm eat I'm eating today. I love Sanji, as you know. Oh, I love no, I love Sanji too. It's just, my problem is the fact that this clearly isn't the power of love. This is now Sanji's a biological fucking freak. Well, it's well, I wouldn't say so. I would say really. Really, it's whatever Sanji wants it to be because he's like defining himself not based yeah, fair, on what you know his what? brothers fair and sisters enough. are. He can call he's, whatever he wants. It, it's yeah. eugenics, but he can call whatever he wants. And all, <laughs> all power to you, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's it's not eugenics. It's love. I swear. <laughs> anyway, uh, S Hawk escapes from the fight between <laughs> Luffy. That, that was a good one. Luffy, Kaku, uh, or should I say Usopp and Zoro. And uh, S Bear is the only one left, which uh, Luchi and Luffy seem to be double teaming on. And there's a nice little bit where Usi Luffy tells Kaku, says, Hey, Usopp, go with him, please. He gets lost so freaking easily. And he do it doesn't even like occur to him that Luffy called him that until like he starts running away. And, uh, you know, we, we get all the hits and everything. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Like Luffy's doing gum gum gatling at... Freaking S Bear and all that. Lucy's yelling at him. We get a bit of a, a rundown of the um, of the events just before. And uh, interestingly, we have Kizaru along with one of the five star elders going to uh, Vegapunk, which I feel like one of the five star elders might die here. Maybe if this is such a big event, I'm not sure. But um, it's an I was incident. I was actually discussing this with a guy at the gym who I see every so often, and uh, he, he was just really talking to me about One Piece. I didn't even initiate the conversation, believe it or not. And uh, he is certain that there are members of S.W.O.R.D. going along with the Buster Call, and he actually said, I think that there is going to be a civil war that breaks out in the Navy through this event. If it's not because already some happening? People, yeah, because there, are, there is already talk that there are people who follow Akainu, and then there are people who really don't like Akainu in the way that he goes about doing Less things. Less a civil war, more of a schism. Maybe. But I think it would be very cool if Egghead does turn into a small civil war or schism, as you said, between, like, members of S.W.O.R.D. and the main navy, because who the fuck would really want O'Hara Part 2 to happen, right? Who really would? Um, 
And then we cut to Vegapunk. He is still in shock at the fact that Shaka has been shot. And straight up, I know he's a robot, but we've got like a massive chunk missing out of his freaking head. This is like the closest thing we've ever seen to someone getting like absolutely shot in the freaking dome. And it turns out the traitor is fucking York. Yeah, it's York. Which it's which like it's like couldn't. Cool. Which couldn't have been guessed by anyone because we yeah, literally exactly. saw your. It, it, it could have been. It could have been any of the Vegapunks. We knew it. Yeah, we knew it was going to be it. one of the Vegapunks. I always said Lilith because they literally called her evil and shit like that. Yeah, and, and then one Shaka point, looking suspicious in his fucking Daft Punk helmet. Yeah, like, again, it's all it's all hiding in plain sight. I, I, at one point, it literally even occurred to me because I've, as I've said many times in this fucking podcast more recently, watching Full Metal Alchemist, the person who, whenever there is something where it's like, oh, I have multiple personalities that have been put into like bodies or something, and it's like greed is always the one that obviously wants more. Greed is usually going to be the fucking trait. And York is just like, hey, Stella, it's me. I'm going to be a celestial dragon. And it's like, why the fuck would you want to be a celestial dragon? I have taken you to Marie-Joie. They are awful people. Why would you want to be them? And she just says, why are you doing this? And she just goes, uh... You are sounding just like Shaka right now, but guess what? He's dead. <laughs> it's really confusing, isn't it? With so many Vegapunks around, this world would be better off with only one of us. And honestly, I kind of fucking agree with her. So, wait, so that, like, that, that's basically I, the plan right now is that we're, this, this whole incident's going to end with one Vegapunk that actually fucking like works with the government. <laughs> yeah, and maybe probably one Vegapunk that is going to go with the Straw Hats. Whether that is going to be the main Vegapunk is up in the air, quite frankly. I mean, we don't know, actually. They're all, they're all, Vega, they're all Vegapunk. And like they're all going to die, except for York and and um, Prime. We'll call him Vegapunk Prime. <laughs> Stella, yeah. Stella, yes. Yeah. Vegapunk Prime is going to fucking die. I, I do love the look of shock on Stella's face in, like, the second to last panel. Yeah. Where, where you can just barely see his little tongue poking out. So here's here, here's what annoys me about this. And I, I know you have the same thought. The, the fact of the matter is, the whole thing about the egghead brain on the very top of Egghead Island, it's supposed to be like a cloud storage. And as far as I understood it, it was that each Vegapunk does their own little thing doing like their experiments. York just eats and lays around yeah, and does- They're one and, part of a whole. Yeah, and, and, and jacks the fuck off so everyone can like get on with work and shit. So York had it like, was sitting pretty quite frankly. We have seen York be petrified which is what makes this confusing. And I'm really sure- set up. Yeah, and I, I'm sure that- Because uh, Boa could undo petrification, right? Mm, yes, yeah, and apparently, I think petrification- so That's probably what they did. They, they they just fucking, yeah, petrified her, and then when the jig was up, I was like, all right, now go do your thing. May, maybe, so it's like, on, on that count, ma ma convinced. maybe it works. Go ahead, but go now. my understanding of the brain was that everyone, like, connects to it and shares the same amount of knowledge and whatnot. So I'm just sort of like- how well, could anyone of them betray the other? Because I mean, I mean, Lilith was fucking going to kill the straw to make hats, deals yeah, and, shit and steal ships. So like, they clearly they got their own things going on. Yeah, but it's like I feel like at the same time, it's like they are all still aware of this stuff going on, and it's a case of can say Shaka get in my way or give me a reason not to do the shit that I just like to do because Shaka 
like makes Lilith step down with pure logic, where it's just like, Lilith, you're fighting a Yonko's crew. Look at Roronoa Zoro. He is ready to fucking kill you. Where you stand, you don't stand a chance. Stand the fuck down. And she just kind of went, hmm, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do this then. And that made sense. With the Orkin stuff, it's just like, I don't get it. I almost want it to turn out to be Katarina Devon, to be honest. I would genuinely prefer Devon show up and be like, oh no, I have just been like, you know, wandering around this island, uh, pretending to be people. Blackbeard is actually involved in this or something. Because I think that'd be another reason why this would be such a big event. Like if Luffy and Blackbeard and the Navy clashed or something. I've got so many things going in my head. There's no point in me explaining everything that I'm thinking right now. It, it, it would just be kind of ridiculous at a certain point. Um, I kind of don't like this turnabout, to be absolutely honest. I mean, but right now, I'm just, I'm just not surprised. Like, because we already guessed that it was going to be one of his Vegapunks and it's happening. Like, I this, know this, we this knew. Is, this is cruise control. We knew, but I didn't want it. We knew what we were getting ourselves it. into with this arc. I did not want it to be that, though. I really didn't, because I, I just thought, yeah, it's just too obvious. But hopefully, I, I, I believe in Oda. I do believe this will turn into like a really like great freaking arc. Hopefully, but right now, I, I am just really not feeling it. And maybe it's, I'm still like reeling from like the last two chapters. But it's just like, yeah, you're right. We're, we're on autopilot right now. Yeah, and it's fine. I, again, I still take this over Onigashima. I still do. <sighs> to a degree, yeah. I still think Onigashima had its merits, but it this just went still, on This is too still long. going somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was explaining this guy at the gym. I think that this would have been better if instead of Luchi and Kaku showing up, because I understand, like, it's for the it's for the fans that Luchi and Kaku show up well, and say, There's a reason why they show us is people won't shut the fuck up about who's going to win a fight and now that Luffy's gear five, and we yeah. finally just demonstrated that yes, Luffy wins, but not because no one else gets awakened power-ups either. Like everyone's doing mm. shit, all right? Like I, I, I almost feel like I, which we didn't actually get a chapter of this week, did we? No, be still on break. He might be back next week, but we, like we said, he should take like three months off. I don't know about three months. I'd say, mm, yeah. I mean, however the fuck long he a wants. I mean, he's royalty right now. He took a month off, and it wasn't enough apparently. True, true. Um, I almost feel like this would be a little more interesting, personally, uh, but this guy that I was talking to was all like, oh, but then it'd go too fast. Um, if Kizaru showed up right on the fucking start. Right at the start when Kaku and Kizaru and, and uh, Luchi showed up, uh, if Kizaru was there. Right at the beginning of it. You know, he just like fucking boop, came there and started tearing shit up. But then I suppose the whole thing moved too fast because then it's going to be like, oh, I've got to use the light gauntlets against Kizaru. That's the other thing that could be the egghead event or something. Is Kizaru going to be defeated or something? Who freaking knows? It, it's all, you are right, it's leading up to something. But once again, I'm just, I'm just mixed on a lot of things this month and that's about all I got. Tell me about Fabricant 100. What's going on right now? I forgot to read it. I've just, like I said, my week's just been busy. Uh, nothing big changed since the last time I talked. Just the fact that, again, um, you know what? There is something worth talking about with Fabricant 100, and it's the fact that the, so, the, the, um, the discourse surrounding Fabricant 100 right now is actually quite interesting. Um, Disc people okay. like it, but everyone is now bitching about the fear of the axe. Oh. And it's like... Well, that's a, that's a realistic th fear in, it's, yeah, like, and, this. And that's, and that's what I said. I said, that's a reasonable thing to be afraid of. It mm. really is. 
And some people are complaining that maybe, like, the way things are popping off in this series right now is because the author is afraid. Bro, you cannot blame these young fucking manga for being afraid about that. Yeah. It's they fucking rough. At, uh... But speaking of which, the guy who does uh, Hunter's Guild, he got his new series. He's going to be on the uh, he's on the edutainment version of Jump. Oh, edutainment. He's getting a little, he's okay. getting a little series to himself. That's quite interesting. Okay. I, th- I think it's a co-production with someone else as well. Like, I don't know. It looks interesting. Like, I, I, I don't have the notes in front of me right now. I'll pr- try to bring it up next week. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. I, I think that's also the same magazine that Boichi is also going to be on next. So, I like, actually... They're, they're, I, they're, really, they're really beefing up this edutainment jump. I'll say I that. really think that more mangaka need to do, like, you know, joint projects with people where someone takes care of writing and someone takes care of art. Yeah, yes. collaborations. Because, like, it worked for the guys who did, like, Death Note and stuff. Like worked for they, Dr. Stone. Yeah, worked for Dr. Stone, absolutely. I mean, I, I, as you know, I, I loved Dr. Stone when it came out, but after the Stone War and everything, I just felt like it kind of ran its course for me personally. It, it, just, it wore itself thin. It really mm-hmm. wore itself thin. I really enjoyed it because at the end of the day, it was such a fucking innovative, show, innovative shonen that you, I, I could forgive it for stretching itself so fucking thin and, and petering out in the end mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. it was still the most fucking interesting thing on the magazine. Yeah, and to this it, day continues to be. Uh I would honestly, just in general, the 2016 like lineup of manga was just I mean, I didn't like Demon Slayer. I didn't give a shit about Demon Slayer when it came out around 2015, 2016 or whatever. But Promised Neverland, as you know, started off as a fucking goat. The first like 60 chapters of Promised Neverland are so goddamn perfect. And yes. the anime absolutely encapsulated that in the first season until dropping the ball harder and, than anything I've ever seen. A very rare case seen. where the anime was superior to the original, not because anyone yes. was bad, but because sound, just the sound design yeah. alone in, in fucking Promise Neverland was such a, like, boon for that story. It really is. It, it, it did an amazing job with, like, you know, sound voice acting, even. I don't know about the dub, just I watched the, the, humming, the Japanese. Just the humming from Mother to indicate that that one kid was her son. Just, again, sound yeah. was so important. It really and, was. And the animation was also good. I mean, Cloverworks, they they collaborate in Spike's family. Like, we we like Cloverworks. Unfortunately, they just kind of abandoned the project halfway through. Yeah, it's, it's just... It happens. I, I really don't understand. Like, I... I almost feel like they just knew that, like, Promise Neverland well, after well, well, those well, first I, 60 well, chapters. No, the understanding is we've discussed this. It's, are you Mappa or are you Bones? Are you <laughs> going to cut things or are you going to torture people mm. to get what you want? Nah, I think Promise Neverland's just a whole And there's an argument for both, fish. sadly. But um, I don't like the argument for Mappa. I also feel like Dr. Stone was probably improved by being an anime, to be honest. You're a bit mixed I don't think on so. it, I don't you? think so. I don't think Dr. Stone had any business being animated. I don't think that style is served by animation. Oh, fair enough. I really liked the first season of Dr. Stone. But but in terms of accessibility to a more mainstream audience, yes, it was important. Mm. Also, its soundtrack is fucking awesome. Toho projects when... always have killer fucking soundtracks. I wonder when we'll get a sunken rock anime. That's Who knows? What I'm Eventually, if they run out of Maybe ideas. Never. Again, if they keep canceling jumps and they keep axing them before they can be fucking uh, adept. That's, that's going to be the most interesting thing about this, like shonen jump to fucking anime fucking pipeline that is so inevitable the fact that they've been cutting so much so recently what material are they gonna have for adaptation considering that the ones that do stay still don't last that long no 
Like think think about um, Undead Unlock and Mashal and stuff like that. These are all ending. Like, I have a quick they don't question, have very long lifespans. Anymore. I have a quick question, by the way, because we're one minute to an hour, so we should yes. really wrap this up. And we gotta be nice to our editors. Do you think that Ruri Dragon is ever gonna come back? It is coming back. They they they, they, they basically all the copywriting and patenting in the background indicates that it's coming to jump plus. Interesting. Okay, that's it, good. It, it's all on the manga to get well soon and make a plan. However, considering what happened to Hunter Hunter, who the fuck knows? What the fuck do plans really mean? When mm. Horikoshi says he was gonna end it last my hero last year and who the fuck knows if he's even gonna I end thought it was gonna be now. early this year or something. No, he 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 said that he was ending it in 2022. And then that didn't fucking happen. A year later, it did not I mean, happen. I'm glad he didn't and, because and, and we discussed this. Year, this like... He apologized and said, I'm not gonna say when it's gonna be done, but I'm trying to get it done. And then the man has been on several fucking hi health hiatuses. Mm. I don't know if my hero's ending this year because it, 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 we're in a very weird place because I feel like the manga that was supposed to replace My Hero Academia, I think it was Fabricate 100. All Possibly. signs are starting to point that Fabricate 100 was the one that was supposed to be here. I will say, looking at Fabricant 100, I kind of hope that it leans more towards uh, a violent really fucking dark tone as it goes. It's a very harsh story so far. Again, it the, is. The, the, the place that I, they work I, for... But you know me, Ivan. You know me. I want harsher. I want more blood. Well, you're on the wrong magazine, bud. Probably. Uh, I believe that's the train, Juju, though. But, but, but if you want, Jujutsu Kaisen. If, I think that will give you what you want. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the anime on that. Yeah, I think we all are. We all are. Mm -hmm. But... I, there should be another season coming soon, if not it, it this is. season. It is very soon, but that is the fucking yeah, train. Yeah, spring anime is our, we got to be good to Iron and Asavin. Get on the fucking train. Get on the train now. We're, we're, that, that's the thing, though. We, you keep messing this up. We're always on the train. Oh, It's fuck. the fact that the train leaves and the recording equipment stays. Get out the fucking train now, Ivan! Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Gooner Bear, Mary Bowtie, Hope D. Cruz, and Greg Hughes. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.